Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Peace family is 19 Keys with the 19 Keys podcast. You're listening to a high-level conversation. Tap in. All right, a word from one of our sponsors. Make sure you tap into Goldwater Products. After you come listen to the information, you're going to need your memory stimulated so you can download everything in that prefrontal cortex. You want to make sure that hippocampus area of your brain that regulates mood, memory, and learning is fully functional and tapped in. Therefore, you want to tap into Goldwater. They have smart malls, sports malls, vitamin C malls, colloidal silver. They have just about everything that you, your child, and your whole entire family needs to stimulate your brain and your body and to make sure that your immune system is functioning. Before you tap into this great high-level conversation, listen to this song by Tezu Kulando called Goldwater. Game time. Uh, we got we got a special guest today. Man, I got to introduce him in a, in, a, in a special way because it's a oh my bad. It's a spe- matter of fact. We're gonna redo that motherfucking intro. <laughs> we are here. We are here. Oh, we here. Yes, we, we we here like we ain't never been here before. I always say the same thing. All oh, my goddamn intros. I feel like. But today we have a very 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 special guest. Y'all gotta understand what's going on. We have the man. You know, I call him the man. I call him the myth. I call him the the, the young, rich, black god. You got to understand what's really going on up in here. The frequency is on a whole nother level right now. We got the one. We got the only. My man. 19 man, keys. I appreciate it's it. It's in a building right now. Thank you. You know what I'm saying? Intro, you know what I'm saying? Brother. You like that? Yes, cool? sir, man. You set the tone, man. Some real positive vibes. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. 19 keys. Yes, sir. Good to be here. Long overdue. Absolutely. And, and, and to be completely honest with you, this episode has been requested by folks as well. Okay, solid. You know what I'm saying? Folks like, yo, I got to see 19 Keys and King Q chop it up. I got to see, you know what I'm saying, whoop de whoop I got to see them going to some depths, and I promise you, we're going into some depths that make some people un- that may make some people uncomfortable. Good, good. Because I think that being a world changer as you are, being a revolutionary, our job is to create discomfort. Because there, there's no change. I firmly believe that there's no change with allowing things to be the way they are. Our job is to be disruptive, mm-hmm. right? And so for me, that's super, super important. Um, when I have guests on this podcast, though, before we jump into any topics, before we have any conversation, and trust me, 19, we're going to have a damn show, a lot of it. Mm-hmm. I always allow the floor to be open for people that don't know my guests. So just talk to the people a little bit about who you are, what you do, and what you stand for. Uh, I'm 19 Keys. Uh, I go by 19 Keys. Um, I was first impression with a quote from Masifal Art Muhammad, and he said in the time of the 30s that there's 17 million original people, there's 2 million Indians, and he said that represents the 19 million rusty locks, and he said there's 19 million mm. well-oiled keys to unlock those minds. Mm. And so the number 19 is the smallest number that represents all number. 
Come on. Single digit number one being the lowest and the single digit number nine being the highest. So that number 19 don't just represent um, 19 million, but it represents that frequency of universal 19 mm. million all across the planet Earth. You mm. know what I mean? All across the diaspora. Mm. And so my job is to provide the enlightenment and the light in the minds of our people so they can never be oppressed in the darkness again. Come on. So I'm an entrepreneur I'm from Oakland, California. Oakland in the uh, building. Bay Area. Yes, you know sir. Yes, sir, man. Out. Real town activities. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, um, I'm a speaker, author, world changer, world traveler, collaborator. Love it. Um, yeah, man. I, I started into... At 19 years old, you know, somebody reminded me this day. It was like, when did you really like start teaching and getting on this journey? And I would have to say it was at 19 that that'd be mm. the case where I had my brother and my father as a co-defendant. Come on. And my older brother had, um, he had gave me some books to read. But before that, I was locked up and I was reading a book, but it was a storybook. Mm. The storybook was very visualizing. All of the characters was like celebrities. It was like a movie in my head. Gotcha. But after I was done reading that book, it did nothing to help me gain my freedom. And it did nothing to help me beat that trial. So when I got the books from my older brother, he gave me some books that I could utilize to understand what was going on around me and utilize that information and strategize. It was applicable information. Got you. So at the, we got to that point in the case to where, you know, they handing down the verdict and they mm. say not guilty. Mm. At that point, I never went back to reading any storybooks. I only read information with the intention to where I want to make sure that I can continue mm. to gain my freedom. It's taking you somewhere, so you're yes, really intentional with what you allow in your mind to And receive, then right? I know that 80% of people plea out their cases because a lack of either resources or knowledge. Mm. So my goal is to always be a key in the lives of those who don't have keys, who don't have somebody to give them that information, that knowledge right, to right, enlighten right. them. Love it. It's a lot of cats growing up in Oakland and being born in St. Louis. There's a lot of cats that jumped off the porch mm. and they influence, ate them up. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I've seen how environment is stronger than nature. Mm. And then maybe you not had a father or mother that taught you you was a God when you was a child. Gotcha. You understand me? Yep. So it's like, I'm going to tell you you a God. I'm going to be talk that, that key talk. in your life. You better tell them. You know what I mean? And everybody's a key. I'm just 19 <laughs> That's keys. real. Come on now. Yes, look. Sir. Hey, look. That sounds like a motherfucking intro to me. That's how you segue yes, into a conversation if y'all didn't know. We got 19 keys in a building as he slightly slips, sips his water after dropping gems on y'all. Yeah, like it ain't shit. This is what the man do. Now look, 19. It's a lot going on right now. Absolutely. What's so it's, going on? it's like for you, you have such a such a, a a huge span in regards to your consciousness, in regards to just what your awareness, your education, right? But I want to talk about what's prevalent right now. I want to talk about what a lot of uneducated people are scared of right now. I want you to just bring light to this World War Three situation mm. that's going on right now. Everybody, yeah. bananas. You got a lot of people making memes and shit about it. But just, I, I feel like you tapped into what's really going on, the big picture, right? Mm -hmm. From a political standpoint, from a spiritual standpoint, right? Talk to me a little bit about, you know, what's kind of been your perspective on this whole little, you know what I'm saying, Donald Trump situation with Iran and the whole, the whole yeah. world, what's going well, on? Well, you know, being tapped in with the Nation of Islam, being yep. a follower of the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan, he's been speaking about Iran for years. Yes. And he's been warning America what would happen. So for me, it was never a surprise. It was an always win. Mm. So for me, that's kind of always been, that's how my consciousness has always been. It's mm -hmm. like we was talking, we was younger, white man, devil, black man, God. And it wasn't for hate, it was to understand who you're dealing with. Mm. So when I went out in the world, I wasn't surprised if something happened that was devilish. I'm like, oh, that's what they're supposed that's to they do. Nature. That's their nature. Got exactly. You. So when you look at the government of America, their nature is corrupt business. Facts. You know what I mean? And that was uh, in an interview yesterday with my brother Riz Islam, and he brought up a potent point. He was talking about 
what Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan said at business is warfare. Mm-hmm. And the reason they're going to war right now is because of business. They yeah. want them oil fields. Mm. You know what I mean? The Iranian government don't want to do business with the Rothschild banks. You understand me? The people are just collateral. You understand me? They don't care about what the people think about. This is right. all business. They go right. to war with all these Islamic and Muslim states for oil and business. Mm-hmm. So for us, we have to think about business activity of life. We have to think about getting our business straight. Right, you understand right, right. me? Because we are in a losing war. We ain't losing the war of mm-hmm. poverty, losing the war on, on health, losing the war in the street against the police. Mm-hmm. We're losing the war keeping our families together. Yeah. So first, we got to get our business together and learn how to manage our lives before we even think about managing the thought process of international affairs. I get that. And get it's that. important to be informed. Yeah. You understand me? Because the problem gets to a point to where it says that, no, don't focus on this, that, and the third. Well, you're telling the, the, the people that you a sheep and let the shepherd do whatever they want to. Gotcha. That's going to have an effect on your life. Gotcha. Because when you think about what Bush did back in the day. He went to war saying that Iraq had WMDs. Mm-hmm. Now, we later found out that that whole war was predicated off a lie. But the people, yeah. after that, what happened? You had um, Occupy Wall Street. Mm-hmm. So you had people of all classes, background, black, white, brown, coming mm-hmm. together against the structure of the government. Every right. Nobody trusted it. It was a whole against mm-hmm. the 1% movement. So what they do? They brought in Obama to pacify the people. I see what's You understand going on. me? Got you. Whites were fucking mad as shit that Obama was in the office. Mm -hmm. So in order for them to pacify, you know, whites, what they do, they brought in Donald Trump. So for one, Donald Trump is... My guy breaking that shit down. You know, Donald Trump is... uh, Never looked at it like that. He can be known, I think, as like the last president. He's not a real president. He doesn't yeah. follow the etiquette of a president. You know, we've correct. entered into a whole yeah. new paradigm. Every time right. there's a new president, there's a new paradigm. Mm. You understand me? So things always shift. There's a whole I different agree. dimension. Got you. Which means that the world of the U.S. will constantly stay in chaos because the president can only be there four to eight, time, uh, eight years. Gotcha. So we're in a constant state of things just constantly fluctuating and shifting regardless of how great a president is. If we got the perfect man Somebody in the job, right behind him he got to leave. All up. That's real. And America yeah. was set up that way on purpose yeah. because it's not about the people. It's about the power and the power structure at the top. I have such an issue and I always have with the idea of an organization of people governing the masses. Mm-hmm. You know, so for me, I'm very... I, I, I don't like to even call myself shit. Like, you know, the first thing that I was going to say was like, I'm a free thinker. I allow myself to just be. Yeah. I allow myself to, to think for myself. Yeah. I allow my ideologies to come from my intuition. Um, you know, but the idea of a government giving laws, taking away laws, giving rules, giving order, telling us what we can do, providing our food. Like for me, it gets to a point, 19 keys, to where it's like it becomes to feel discouraging. And so for me, when you talk about, you know, being informed from the news, it's like, yo, can we even trust the people who's informing us? I remember a quote from uh, my main man, Denzel Washington. He said, if you watch the news, you're misinformed. Mm -hmm. If you don't watch the news, you're not informed. Right. (laughs) So it's like it's a lose fucking lose. You know what I'm saying? That kind of goes with the whole news right now. Gotcha. A lot of people want to be informed. So they're going to watch the news. Yeah. 
Now you have to understand who owns the news. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? The same people that owns the news are the same people that run this country. Yeah. You understand me? The same people that run the country are the same people that started the war. So they're mm-hmm. just feeding you propaganda That's what to I'm sway saying. you on their so side. So what do we do? How do we get our information? Do we start making our own networks? I think platforms like this are Well, we already like have our own networks. Facts, facts, Everybody facts. has their own media channel. Mm-hmm. They're just not doing independent research there to put go. out the correct information. There we go. It's lazy to go to these corporations that are all under the same control. Right. Now, we know that Iran is anti-Israel. Mm-hmm. Israel owns a lot of American. They have a lot of influence. They run a lot of shit in America. Right. You understand me? Mm-hmm. They're an ally of America. Right. Now, there's a lot of Jewish-owned media, mm-hmm. you understand me, that are pro-Israel. So gotcha. anytime you have anything that's anti-Israel that's going on in the news, they yep. consider that to be what? Anti-Semitic. Gotcha. So they're going to control their information that's put out there to sway the people. Mm. At the same time, Judaism, which was uh, a religion, had just been instituted as a nationality. And in New York that's right now- yeah, it's it's crazy. Yeah, that's a trip to me. That's power though. That's right, all that is. Right, that's right. power. They control everything. Yeah. Goddamn. So at the same time, in New York, they're saying that there's a sweeping wave of anti-Semitism. Mm. It's a big thing. So when you look at for one, you got to look at power, mm. right? Who has the most power right now? That's real. The people you got the most power. The people you got to whisper about. Mm. You understand me? Who you got to whisper about the most? Either mm-hmm. LGBT Jewish or the community. Jewish community. Yep. They you understand me? Because if you thing. say anything, it's either homophobic or anti-Semitic. Yep. And those are the people who go for power. They're not going for sympathy. Yeah. They're not going for none of that. I want to have power so if you do something, right. I can put you in line. And they have an agenda. Absolutely. I think they have an agenda and, and, they, and they place their power in the right places, yes, right? which is in politics usually. Uh, you know, so for me, it's like, man, I, I'm, I'm, I'm just trying to like obey my purpose because I feel like for me, a huge part of my purpose, if not the forefront of my purpose is to pour into the black community yeah. is to encourage us to really start to follow spirit more. I think we need to get back to following spirit. Our ancestors were a spiritual people. It wasn't so much like for us. I think that we can start getting life twisted according to what America has taught us. Life is America gave us the standard of what beauty yeah. is. America gave us everything. We were born into this country. So it's like all we know. I oftentimes find myself thinking about things that are against the grain, that are against the norm. And one of those things is religion. Mm-hmm. So for me, I've always felt, I've never felt connected. Like I just said, I've always had a problem with, with, with a governor or a gut. Like I feel like religion is another part of a way to govern people, right? And so it, you can call it control, you can call it whatever the case may be. But for me, 19 Keys, just a little background on me, I was born and raised into a Jehovah's Witness household, mm-hmm. right? That was, that was what I was born into. Yes, so my mom, my dad, everybody in my family were Jehovah's Witnesses, still are to this day. Mm. Me and my sister are the only ones who actually don't practice that type of lifestyle yeah. out of everybody in the family. So for me, I grew up with the idea of if you don't, if you're not doing what we're doing, then it's not truth. Right. And I think that's the idea of every single fucking person in a religion. It's like, if you're not doing what we're doing, it's not truth. Mm. It's wrong. But I'm one to believe, and being an independent researcher, being a, being a free thinker, I'm one to believe that there's truth in everything. Absolutely. And there's corruption in everything. Yeah. So there's yin and yang in every single scenario, yeah. every single organization. There's not one organization of people out here, in my personal opinion, that has it all figured out. 
You know what I'm saying? What's your, what's kind of your perspective on religion as a whole? What is like for you? Because I I learn a lot from you. I mm-hmm. uh, you know you're definitely somebody I learn from, or you wouldn't even be here. Honestly, I've had so many people. My girls here every day. So many people requesting to get on this platform. I cannot have you on here unless I can learn from you, unless you have a mind that's intriguing enough for me to want to sit down and have a conversation. Mm -hmm. So for you, I learned so much from you, but one of the biggest things that stands out for me, for you, brothers like Reza Islam, brothers like uh, Derek Grace, is that you guys are independent researchers. You guys research shit on your own Mm -hmm. outside of how you were told to research it. So for people who were born into a religious foundation, they're told that they can't get answers outside of this building. You can't research outside of what's here. But for you, I view some I view you as just a world changer, somebody who's like, you know what I'm saying? You tap yeah. into a lot of different entities, a lot of different backgrounds, you you got knowledge on shit. So for me it's like how do you feel in regards to to knowing things outside of what you were just told? And 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 how do you view religion do you view it as kind of a place that 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 tries to control you mm. or do you think that religion you know your religion i want you to jump into some more depth for people who don't know you yeah and, and what the nation of islam is and how you guys navigate but is it promoted to look into other entities and other places for knowledge or what's what's kind of that look like when you think about religion mm-hmm. i think people have to get down to what is religion first of all mm-hmm. um in Africa, there was always religions mm-hmm. because they worship deities. They have rituals that they practice. They they did have spirits and things of that nature. But when you go deep into African history, there was some form of religion. Mm-hmm. You know, now when we think about religion today, we think about it in the terms of filtering it through Christianity. Yeah, and so it disrupts the idea of what religion is and what was it made for. Gotcha. Right. So think about this first of all. We live in a world that is totally against our nature, right? Agreed. So if we live in a world that is against our nature, then we have to be reminded of what our nature is. Mm-hmm. So the way you remind a person, for one, it's going to say, like, look, man, y'all savages over here. I'm going to give y'all some rules that y'all can live by if you want to live like me. That's the reason we read people books. We want to know how they read. That becomes the go. religion that we, we follow. Gotcha. So what we end up doing is we be like, all right. I need you to pray five times a day. Now, why I need you to do this? Because when you go outside, everything is going to keep trying to grab you away from your nature. So I need you to keep tapping back in to stay locked in on what I just told you to stay disciplined. Mm -hmm. You become a disciple of this information. So religion was created to give man order and structure so that he can live within his nature, so he can live within spirituality with order. Mm -hmm. The problem a lot of times is everybody wants to be spiritual, but they have no discipline. Mm -hmm. They have no structure at all. So it's just like, oh, I'm spiritual. I can do anything. Mm-hmm. You understand me now? The question I always asks is, is that good for the next generation? Right? Is your spirituality going to produce a better generation coming right, forward? Right. So when you live in a world that's constantly fighting against your nature, you need something as a first line of defense. Mm-hmm. Most people don't know what they really believe in. Now, this mm-hmm. generation, as I travel around the world, yeah. is the most unchristian generation. Right, because they're severing ties with the indoctrination and traditionalism of their parents and their grandparents and great grandparents. So when I went out to Africa, I asked his younger brother. He's I say, "Are you Christian?" And we riding in the car. Come on. And he said, uh, "I don't know." And I said, "Well, do you follow the Bible?" He said, "No." I said, "Well, you believe in Jesus?" I said, "No." I said, "Well, those are the two biggest prerequisites to being a Christian." It wasn't the fact that he didn't know he wasn't a Christian. He didn't know if he was comfortable saying it out loud enough mm. because he didn't know my position. Gotcha. You understand me? And that's kind of how it is, is that people just don't communicate their position, but it has been very 
unchristianized in the minds because gotcha. of social media has provided so much information and consciousness. You can't just be told something to believe it because they tell you don't question God, but you just got answers from Google. You understand me? Gotcha. So if God don't have the answers, then I'm gonna go over here and where this God does give me the answers. What if so, what do we what do you think God is? Somebody asked you that. 19 keys. What do you think God is? Force and power. What elaborate on that? What does that look like? Where, where does that come from? God is self. I'm a God. You I want to believe that. That's what now, I mean. There's dead gods. Okay. You understand me? Everybody is not awakened to the potential of their godhood. Mm -hmm. That's when you have a nigga, a very low vibration. Got you. You understand me? Got but you. there's a point where you can get to that godhood. It has to be awakened in you. Mm. You understand me? That has always been the thing. If I can take an idea that mm. was supplanted in the darkness of my mind, yep. and I can bring it into reality that's where it's carbon and atoms, yep. that's that's an act of godhood. That's an act of power. Creation. You understand me? Yeah. So my ability to be able to <laughs> produce thoughts and bring them into reality, that's it. godhood. Mm. Everything comes from mind. Mm -hmm. You understand me? God is consciousness. God is motion. God is movement. I agree. You understand me? If we are made within God's image, you looking at God when you look at me. Mm. Now, you can see some dead guys that need life spoken into them so they can revibrate higher. Mm -hmm. You understand me? And that's what ended up happening. So, you know, God is that infinite source of consciousness that we tap into inside. Mm -hmm. You understand me? Now, I would say, you know, source of all of it is, you know, the self-created God. person can go all the way down to the atom. That's all we are. Yeah. You yeah, know what I mean? We yeah. atoms. That atom yeah. has a built-in intelligence in it. The sperm has a built-in intelligence in Facts. it. What is that intelligence? That intelligence is God. So regardless how you get around looking at it, what religion, what spirituality, everybody has to bow down to the intelligence that's in cosmic order that's in play. Yeah, and I think, too, people, and I love that, and I agree with, with a, lot, a lot of what you just said, and it makes sense. That, what you just said, makes sense. Like, God is consciousness. God is us. God is, I feel that. Yeah. I experience Man life as such. God. That's what I experience. And so for me, that's, again, it's touch, where I'm touching, I can't wrap my head around the idea of religion. If I'm a God, then that means I'm self-governed. So let's go to govern then, right? Talk the reason to me about that. that we uh we have a what you call a social contract mm -hmm. so we inherit a social contract with the government from our parents being born here social securities being citizens here yep so what it says is that because we have this social contract you all are supposed to adhere to my best interest mm -hmm. my best interest meaning that okay i'll follow your laws and everything since i was born here now i just need you to take care of my best interests, which are freedom justice and equality got you now we know that the government doesn't serve our best interests, which means that you're supposed to reestablish a new contract mm -hmm. or rip it up to where you're supposed to become sovereign in that case got you because we live with uh slavery you know what i mean we mm -hmm. live with inequality yeah you understand me and we live with injustice mm -hmm. the same thing with institutions like banks um and schools you understand me they don't serve our best interests mm -hmm. but if you were governed in a righteous manner, mm -hmm. then of course they're gonna always need to be a governing body over people. Gotcha. There will never be a time in existence, possibly, you know what level of divinity we have to get to where gotcha. everybody is their own government. Mm -hmm. That's when everybody is sovereign, you understand me? Everybody but tapped in. We serve each other's best interests at the gotcha. same time. Gotcha. That's a what you call the hereafter. Don't be like Muhammad always talked about the hereafter. The hereafter is after the white man's mind is no longer over this world. So when you say right. man is God, I was always taught that man is mind. 
So mm-hmm. I'm not talking just about your physical body. I'm talking about your Spiritual, mind yeah. that you're connected to. Gotcha. And your mind has the ability to draw thoughts out and produce them into reality. There's no way that you can measure the power of the mind is infinite. Yeah. So that means you telling me that, yeah, I got a brain, but my brain is not my mind. You understand me? My imagination. You telling me I can draw realities in right. my imagination? That's How real. can a person take that measurement and not tell me that's not God? I don't care what you looking I at, agree. where you from, what you bound down to, what book you reading out of. That's God mm-hmm. right there. Mm-hmm. That's the proof because yeah. I got a mind. Yeah. So if man is mind, the difference between man and woman, a woman has a womb mind. You understand yeah. me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that means that she can also produce children. Mm-hmm. So when you look at it right now, what runs this world is... White patriarchal intellect. Mm-hmm. White man's mind run this world, but it's also over with. So now you have age of AI, but let me not let me dial it back down to religion. Mm-hmm. So religion plays its part. You know, we always say that, you know, in Islam, um, you got Islam, then you got Islam. Mm-hmm. You understand me? The problem with religion is that people are not following the truth. Mm-hmm. They're following personalities, they're following people. So what ended up happening is uh, I know how powerful it is. Yes, this this might be something good for you, but you no longer following the truth. You're following the person that's giving you the truth. Mm-hmm. Now, if I lead you in the wrong direction, then that leads you in the wrong direction as well. Gotcha. You understand me? So it gets to a point where there's truth in the Bible. Mm-hmm. There's truth in the Quran. There's truth in all of the holy books. I agree. There's God in all of the holy mm-hmm. books. But the person, the average person, doesn't have the intellect to be able to decipher to even know what they're reading. Gotcha. So you're not getting it out of that. You're being mm-hmm. curated. I was always taught to ask questions. That's right. I was always taught that Islam is mathematics. Mathematics is Islam. If it don't make sense, I won't take it. Mm-hmm. You understand me? If I don't understand it, I'm not just going to bow down with some cognitive dissonance right. and follow with blind faith. That ain't how I was taught how to rock. I was taught I'm a God, which means I can make decisions that I have force and power over my own life. Now... Islam itself, being a Muslim, is one who submits his or her will to do the will of God. Right. So we are born Muslims because we all submit into that will of God, meaning that we are good. I was always taught a good Christian is a good Muslim. I don't just go into beating up religion because I know for a lot of people that's all they have to hang on to keep them closer to their nature to follow a good path. Mm-hmm. There's people that's getting out of drugs, sex addiction, and all kind of different crazy things. And it's like, cool. I agree with that, too. Yeah, so yeah, I agree with that. Religion plays its part it in the world to part. do a lot of good. It plays its part. So for me and me having so many different friends who who literally I have I feel like I have, you know, people that I have access to that I would consider friends of mine who have so many different ideologies, you know, they're into different religions. Mm-hmm. I got quite a few brothers of mine who, you know, are a part of the Nation of Islam. My man Vincent Muhammad, one of them, real close brother of mine. But for me, I just don't get into the judgment aspect. I think once you start judging people according to their belief system, then you're taking yourself out of what God is in the first place. Well, you know, right? judgment the, do, is a very you, low vibration. Judgment right. burn energy. I agree. I don't have no time to judge you. I agree. Yeah, you know I mean, because if I'm judging you, I have no time to love you. You understand me? If I'm judging you, I have right. no time to properly observe the opportunities that right. exist around me. That take way too much of my energy from my consciousness. Now you now, said something. Go ahead. I will say this though: judgment has its place. Mm-hmm. If we God and God judges, then we do. We are the ones who judge. If a man does something like rape a woman, sex trafficking, then who becomes the judge? Man becomes right, the right, judge. Right. So there is a level of man that becomes corrupt and become devilish. Then if somebody got to judge them and sentence them and treat them accordingly. 
Now, it's not for you to be going around and you doing something worse than that person. And you understand judging me? Them and you judging them. Got yeah. you, got you, got you. Make sure your moral scale is correct as well. Agreed. And they are going against the moral scale of society. Got They're you. going against the laws, the natural laws that allow everybody to be in order. That's when they get judged. Not judged on personality. Right, not judged right, on likes. Right. Not judged on right. social competency and all of these other different things. Right. So the goal is no, not to get to that low level of observation. The lowest level of observation of judgment is racial right, right. judgment to where I just looked at your color and judge you. That right. kills the ability for me to look at your spirit and your mind. Mm -hmm. So I got yeah. so many fucking questions, dog. Like, damn, where do I start? My mind is blazing right now. This is hot conversation. It's needed, too. Yeah. The people need to hear this I type say, of conversation. If, if God conversation. is a judge, I don't care who's snitching. He got me. That's real. So for me, I'm thinking you said something interesting to me, 19 Keys, that I agree with. I completely agree with it, but I'm still confused about it. Okay. So, so, so you said where, where a lot of people, not verbatim, but mm -hmm. you said where a lot of people get misguided at with religion is that they start following a person or a group of people instead of the godliness or, or, or instead of they're losing focus of what the mission is about. Yeah. And so for me, and I think for a lot of people as well, when you look at, for example, an organization like the Nation of Islam, I've been down to the mosque quite a few times. You know, like I said, I got friends who are part of the nation. But for me, I'm a truth speaker. I just speak truth for what for how I experience yeah, yeah, it, yeah, yes, no matter who you are. Yes, sir. But so for me, it's some things that just don't make sense to me. And I think a lot of people are, are kind of thinking the same thing. It's, it feels and it looks like, and I want intellect on it from the inside, obviously you want the inside. It looks and feels like the organization is under the rulership of uh, Minister Farrakhan. Yeah, some people say it's, it's it, a it personality lo worship. It looks, it, it looks like he gets more attention, more recognition, more praise than Allah at times. And I've experienced, I've seen that, I've experienced it. And so for me, he's looked at, and obviously, I think the work that Minister Farrakhan is undeniable, that he's done for the black community is undeniable. Nobody can question how long this man has been a war for the black community. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? But what I am saying, though, is as an organization, as a religion, it does look like every single person, a part of the nation of Islam, is under the direction of Minister Farrakhan. Can you talk a little bit about what his role is mm -hmm. and, and, and speak to that connotation for people that just kind of don't understand it? Well, I will say this. The Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan um, is a divine reminder. Mm -hmm. He gives divine guidance to the people. Okay. There's always going to be personality worshipers. Mm -hmm. That right. if the Honorable Elijah Muhammad or the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan is not there, then they to the wayside. Mm -hmm. Because there's a lot of people who may follow the man. Right, right, right. But then there's a lot of people who just follow the truth. Mm -hmm. Now, you have a man who hasn't had a single scandal in the last 60 years. Mm -hmm. uh, who haven't had, I mean, who has an impeccable um, character, yeah. impeccable discipline. Undeniable. You understand me? And that has been, now you have to also understand that the Nation of Islam currently is one that the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan built up from scratch. Mm -hmm. It wasn't inherited. Got you. So there was three years after the Honorable Elijah Muhammad during his time of leaving that his son took over and there was a dispute that ended up happening and the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan left. Now, that particular nation fell, and he built it up from scratch from the first mosque himself, utilizing money that he got from speaking. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of respect given to the man and deference because of what he built up that would not exist at all. Gotcha. You understand me? So the people, what you're not seeing is 
like I said, in every organization, you have people that will be Agreed. what you think you see. But then there's other people that say, this the spirit of this man is divinely guided. Mm-hmm. Now, you can say the same thing with Iran. Let's go with politics. Mm-hmm. The man been warning the people for the last five, ten years. Yeah. And he warns all of the governance. And he warns all of the presidents that come. Mm-hmm. And what he says come to pass. Mm-hmm. So it's not that there's a track record of him being wrong and people are following that. It's the track record of him being right and people are following the divine guidance of mm-hmm. the divine, meaning the higher mind. Mm-hmm. So people are aspiring to be like the higher self that he's rosing his self up to. And he's put himself out there with a reputation and a character that says this is a man that should be followed. Mm-hmm. Because I'm going to tell you this, growing up, I grew up in Oakland, California. We had your Black Muslim Bakery. There was a time where there was an offset from the nation after the Honorable Elijah Muhammad left to where there was Muslims that weren't a part of the nation. They didn't like Minister Farrakhan. Minister Farrakhan gave a very prophetic speech, and he was saying that when you mix things with falsehood, basically things are bound to fall. Mm -hmm. And it was prophetic because later on it went down in that same capacity. And I've seen multiple organizations that have an issue with Minister Farrakhan fall to the wayside and then later... They, they like, like you know yeah, what you, you know was what right. He was right. Yeah, 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 I'm talking you. about grown, respectable, <clears throat> killer, gangster black men gotcha. that's leaders. Right. I just seen it over time. You understand me? And so all he's done is he took on the mind and the spirit of the honorable Elijah Muhammad. The teachings are not his teachings. They're Elijah Muhammad teachings. Mm-hmm. So when the people following him, they follow the teachings that he got from the honorable Elijah Muhammad because he says that he's a student. He tells the people, don't follow me. You understand me? He tells the people don't do no personality worshiping and things of that nature. But of course, people will always do that because he's a man, I would say, that has proven himself and has, is worthy of such right, credence. Right, right, right. So the question becomes is this, and this is something that I want people to understand, is mm-hmm. that once you run in a nation, you are not concerned with the opinion of people who can barely run their lives. Mm-hmm. When I say running a nation, what is the nation? It's comprised of black people working to do righteous things, working to be better. That's what it is. People look at this nation as like, there's some aliens over there. Right, right, right. This is black people you're talking about. You know how hard it is to get black people to get on the square? Hey, they damn sure Now listen, and I I keep telling people this. There are some brothers, and there's a lot of brothers, who, born in a nation, never even had sex and the first time they had sex was with their wives mm. you talking about the only organization that's out here producing black families mm-hmm. at a time where we're constantly attacked mm-hmm. you understand me the black family is being constantly attacked they don't want black families to come together they don't want the nation to actually be a nation right. that's why they banning them on twitter banning them on I facebook see that. i see that you understand yeah, me yeah, yeah trying to shut them up basically exactly so yeah. i would more so take a look and ask those people that on the outside, do they have the right person? And should I be following what they following? Because I'm gonna tell you this, Malcolm went through it. The people love Malcolm. Yeah. People do not love Malcolm X. They love the autobiography of Malcolm X. Got you. Do Alex Haley, mm-hmm. that doesn't even tell the full picture. That's and real. then they love Malcolm X the movie. Got but you. if they researched what made yeah. Malcolm X Malcolm X, then they would love right. the Honorable Elijah Muhammad because that's what were the teachings that changed him from red to Malcolm X. Got you. So most people don't even know Malcolm X at all. Mm-hmm. They know the story. Got you. That's not yeah. the full story. Yeah, and we you live in a world me? to where people go based off 
what what's given to them yeah and 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 a lot of times again like you just said very interesting we don't question the people who are actually producing the content yeah so nobody knows who wrote the story nobody knows who did yeah it. we and know a black face in there is denzel washington we're gonna believe it my brother nori muhammad was just on the breakfast club and he was explaining how there's like i think he said That's 10 chapters right that there. was missing mm. from the alex that. haley book i saw that i saw so that. it's like you know, I'm I'm gotten to a, a place of uh, frustration with the, yeah. the aspect of everybody that questions so many things. Yeah. Not because you shouldn't question, but because you should be busy building. Gotcha. Yeah, you know I mean, and if you believe what the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan has done is outdated and it's right. not right or whatever it is, then prove it by building something better and bigger mm. and being more successful and productive and effective with it. Yeah. Until then, shut up. Yeah, that's real. That's that's to that's me. Real. Yeah. You know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah. Like if those black people shouldn't be following them, <clears throat> show an example mm -hmm. of what they should be following. Because all he did was utilize the teachings of the honorable Elijah Muhammad to yeah. rebuild the nation and get people to continue to follow the teachings of the honorable Elijah Muhammad right. that made giants. Right. Without the unobliged Muhammad, I want everybody to ask themselves this question. What would the world be? Now, look at this. Mm -hmm. Not that crowns oil, but that you know, crowns oil, too. It's that crowns oil. Now, you know what I'm when I went out to Africa, man, I was talking with uh, members of AU and okay. former members of the UN. And they knew who Honorable Elijah Muhammad was. Course, Very educated man. They 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 ate at tables with Gaddafi and um, and uh, Saddam Hussein. Like they they were very well educated. And just listening to the deference that they gave to the Honorable Elijah Muhammad and Minister Louis Farrakhan while I'm sitting at that dinner table changed something in me. Because when I went out to Africa, I seen brothers everywhere I was going. They say, "Assalamu alaikum." I, they was on. giving me none but respect. You understand me? They said they love the nation. And I'm thinking like, wow. Now, a lot of those brothers in Africa, this is something very interesting. They told me I learned to be more of an African from black people in America. And so I thought about That's that. That's interesting. If there was no, for one, you got to look at it like this. If slavery didn't happen in America, then um, there would have been no offset to where the Africans don't know who they are. They don't have access mm -hmm. to this information. They're not studying what it's like to be an African. They're not studying going to all of this deep history mm -hmm. that a lot of us know because there's a conscious community and there's a nation in Islam that's bringing up this history and broadcasting it out to the world, reteaching people who they are, redeeming and reforming these people across the planet Earth. They're getting their consciousness streamed from us, mm -hmm. from the so-called um, African descendants of slaves. Yeah. So if... Um, if the trade or the slave trade never happened, then who would have been there to give the people back their identity? You yeah, understand so me? so it's kind of like the, you're saying the Honorable Elijah Muhammad was the reason for black consciousness being reborn is basically what I'm hearing, right? So after the slave trade happened, who was gonna be the person to take us out of that conscious state as a people? Well, absolutely. That, right? I right? mean, today is uh, Noble Drew Ali's, I think it's his birthday today. Mm -hmm. So you had Noble Drew Ali, you had Marcus Garvey, things yep, of that yep, nature. Yep, yep. And the Honorable Elijah Muhammad understand that even the people at the time that wasn't in agreement with Islam and the Muslims, they would say, I've never seen nobody that was such a redeemer and reformer of black people in America. That's where I give him his respect. Mm -hmm. You understand me? Now, what I'm saying at the same time is I love the conscious community and there's a lot I dislike about the bittering and the debating. Yeah. But when I went out to Africa and I seen how necessary they were, because they was teaching those Africans who they were. Because without it, the Africans sitting over there wanting to be niggas. 
So they're not thinking about what we think about with these memes and all this consciousness. They're not going deep into the study of their history. They don't know nothing about that. But yeah. when they stream online and they getting consciousness from brothers throughout right, the right, conscious right, community right, right. and the nation of Islam, it's reinstituting knowledge of self. Yeah. So I have to be extremely grateful and we have to be extremely grateful for the nation of Islam and the conscious community and all they've done for the diaspora. I agree with that. And so I, when you local yeah. minded, it's hard to see the bigger yeah, picture. That's real. That's real. And I think, like I said initially in the beginning, is that for me, I think it's okay for people to be in a space to where they just question it. And it's not to question it from a judgmental perspective. Like for me, my, any question that I ask people is literally just to understand. Mm -hmm. So for me, it's like, wow, that looks interesting. Let me ask somebody who's yeah. a part of it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so for me, I've spoke to brothers who are a part of the five percenters yeah. and you know the Hebrew Israelites. And a lot of what you're saying is a lot of what they say. Yeah. They're saying that their mission is to bring the consciousness back to black people and, and how we started and our, you know, our ancestral roots and so on and so forth. So for me, it's like there's 500 and something organizations on the planet that we associate as religion. Every last one of them believe that they have the truth. That's kind of like where I get disconnected at. And I'm like, I don't know if that's, I, I just don't know. I think it's okay to just say, I don't know. Like, I, I'm not sure if that shit, you know what I'm saying? I agree with that. And, and you have to be a truth seeker. That's what I am. Same you here. You understand me? I'm a yeah. truth seeker. My religion is truth. If you want to throw a perspective of title onto Got it. You. Because if it's not, then that means that you will develop a cognitive dissonance when there's what we call um, superior knowledge does not submit to inferior knowledge. Mm -hmm. Inferior knowledge submits to superior knowledge. So if mm -hmm. you want to continue to grow, then your frequency has to be attached to tapping into truth. You understand yeah. me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So for me, even with the 19 keys, it about, it's about truth seeking. So let me ask you this. What is truth? Because if I speak to somebody who's a part, which I have, I've spoken to a lot of fucking people, I'll sit down with anybody from any religion, they will sit and look me dead in the face and say, I have the truth. Every single fucking person think they have the truth. So my question then becomes, what is truth? Is truth simply a manifestation of what you believe? Is truth, because I know people who... Get, for example, I think a lot of people, and not, not this has nothing to do with the nation of Islam, but I know a lot of friends of mine who are Christian mm -hmm. and who have that background, and you can't tell them Jesus don't exist. Right. And the reason you can't is because they'll go to references in their lives to where they've utilized his name and they've received the blessing. Or they'll, they'll attest Jesus being in their life to, well, he got me out of this state or he got me off of drugs. Or I'm sure you've met people like that to where it's like me... Uh, giving my life to Jesus completely transitioned my life. I've met people like that, obviously part of the Nation of Islam, you know, whatever, any type of organization, people will attest their transformation to the credit of their God associated right. with that religion. Does that make sense? So for me, the question then becomes, so if everybody's getting prayers answered, yeah, yeah. Like for you, do you understand what no, I'm saying? No, I get it. It's like okay, everybody's getting prayers answered. Everybody's praying to something and getting a prayer answered. Everyone has a story about okay. transformation. So what is it? Like, what's the different? What's the difference maker? Because for me, somebody well, maybe like maybe all me, of them have an aspect of the truth. Of truth. Gotcha. So let's take it. Let's take it like this. Break right? it down to me, keys. I say that you know, um, Jesus transformed my life when I tapped into Jesus. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? When I gave myself over to God. Changed my I, life. I sipped that wine, had them crackers. Boom. You know what I mean? Sipped some holy water. Got dipped in that water. Yep, 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 yep. All right, so now <laughs> we will have to take a look at what is that thing that just worked up. Right. You understand Talk me? Talk about it. So 
It's like if I father children all around the world, right? I go out to Africa, they call me Baba. You yep. understand me? I come out here, they call me Pops. Yep. You understand me? Um, I go out to, uh, I don't know, Jamaica or something. You know what I mean? Right, they right, call right. me Rastaman. Right, right, right. I'm the same man to all of those children, but they all know me by a different name. Okay. You understand like me? That's that. kind of how like God that. is for a lot of people. Okay. You understand me? That energy, that frequency that God is, is just known by different names. So does everybody have the truth? No, nah, I'm going to break it down further. Break now. it down. Because Allah means all in all. <laughs> You understand me? <laughs> I fuck with 19 kids. So he, he said, hold on, let me break it down. Yeah, man. no, I'll Allah means all in all. So Allah has many different names. Yes, you I understand agree me? with Allah that. means God. Now, you have to understand what is that God frequency. Okay. That's what people are tapping into mm -hmm. when they say something worked for them. So Jesus okay. is probably the, one of the most successful utilized stories and names that you can tap into throughout history that real, we know about. Real. You understand me? So there's no way that you can tell a person that Jesus is not real because he may be more real than a lot of shit. Mm -hmm. You understand me? Because of, for one, if you look at how long Jesus has been in existence. Mm -hmm. So Jesus mm. as a story. We're about to go there. No, nah, so, so Jesus as a story is an is a entity. Okay. It's a real life entity that you can tap in. People will say that Nipsey was a Jesus. Agreed. But what is that Jesus? It's that messianic energy that you tap into. Got you. Now, there's a documentary on Netflix. Mm -hmm. It's called The Family. Mm -hmm. And The Family, what they utilize, they don't utilize the Bible. Mm -hmm. You understand me? They're not Christians. They just use Jesus. Mm -hmm. So what they did, it started by 19 members, and they said their goal is to find key people all around the world. So what they did is they had a, a pamphlet of all Jesus' works. Okay. Now, what they kind of had Jesus in there like he was a simplified Marine. And they tapped into that energy of what mm -hmm. Jesus was, and they utilized that to create an international establishment all around the world. Today, every president goes into what they call a prayer breakfast. And that was okay. started by this particular group. It has nothing to do with the government. But they got so powerful to when I go talk to you, Q, I don't want to talk to you about religion. Let's talk about Jesus real got quick. You. Let's talk about some of the works I that see. Jesus I did and how he on. flipped the table and things on. of that nature. Yep, yep, yep. They saying that they tapping into that energy. Now, that energy is real. Look at what Kanye West did. Mm -hmm. He tapped into the Jesus energy. He ain't got to pay taxes no more. You understand me? And he tapped into a billion-dollar entity. I seen it. Our problem is we so it. stuck worshiping Jesus, we don't know how to use Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Jesus is an entity to be used. Come on, that's you know what I mean? So even that energy and that vibration is more so tapping into the God within you, but you're using the tool to do it. Let me ask you, you understand let, me? Let me ask you this. Damn, you touching on some shit. Do you think, and I want you to think about this, and I'm pretty sure you have, and I'm going to answer it next. Yeah. When you really, really, really think about this idea that everything that we are allowed to experience in this country in particular is controlled. Everything is controlled. Or if it's not controlled, it's monitored. Mm. And they usually take away the resources, the platforms, or the leaders who disrupt the status quo, mm -hmm. right? That's historically facts. So I ask myself, would they allow a church on every single corner if it was truth? Where did the idea of Jesus come from? I think that the I think that we know as a people that Christianity is rooted in European culture. I think we know that. You don't even have to research too deeply in order to see that. So I begin to question: Is Jesus real? Do you believe in Jesus? That's a direct question for you personally. Do the you fact believe that, that we having this conversation makes him real? Mm -hmm. You understand me? What is real becomes a thing. 
if you experience something in your mind, it is as real as something that is carbon and atoms. The only difference between your experience of something in your mind mm -hmm. and what you call reality is something that's made up of carbon and atoms. You understand me? Okay. Now, Jesus has churches all around the world. Yep. Jesus has one of the most successful books. Not okay. even just in the, the Quran and the Bible and the Torah. Okay. Jesus is there. Jesus is more real than your homie. You know what I'm talking about? Jesus is everywhere. So a living entity is something that's observed by consciousness. You understand me? Okay. In physics, when you observe something, it changes. Human consciousness changes things okay. that we observe. Now, a legend is an energy that never dies. If okay. you die today and nobody knows that you exist, then you no longer exist. If gotcha. your story is not in the minds of people, it's not being observed by consciousness. Consciousness is God. So the fact that Jesus is the most utilized name, repeated consistently, makes him real. When you, when you go and start you a LLC, it's a corporation, meaning it's a body. It gets the same rights as an entity. You understand mm -hmm. me? As a person, it has the exact same rights. So Jesus is the biggest, is one of the biggest entities in the world. You understand me? So what qualifies him to be fake if he's in existence? Now, there can be a point in time where there's another God that rules over and he changes the frequency uh -huh. that currently exists. But the Jesus frequency is here. So you believe he's real because he's in the, he's on the state of consciousness in, in people's minds because we talk about him, because we've been talking about him. That that makes him real because it's an energy. It's like it's an energy. Gotcha. if I tap into that Jesus energy, you know what I'm talking about? I start telling people that there's certain things that you shouldn't be doing. I start telling people that you shouldn't be, you know, taxing your people and gambling. I start flipping shit over. I start he had that revolutionary spirit. Okay. He had that Nipsey spirit. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. A hundred yeah, yeah. uh, two thousand years from now, they might tell the story of Nipsey because he had that Jesus energy. Gotcha. I think we get caught up in it because we've been Christianized by it and people exactly. use Jesus against us. We've never been the ones who use Jesus except when you become a preacher. Mm -hmm. Your preachers know us how to use Jesus. They don't let Jesus use them. That's the difference. But they owned by the government. That's the, that's the bigger difference. That's why yeah. they got to pay taxes. Yeah. So I only say it like that because I want to empower people with things. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes we think that by us ignoring something, it don't exist. And that's not the reality. So but, but, even in yeah. Egyptian, people will tell stories about Egyptians and have a similar stories. That's just that same energy in a different form. Got you. You understand me? Got it could have very well been a man that had that that Jesus energy the same way. If somebody tell that story about I Nipsey, don't know, they could the same know, way keys. been in mind. No keys. Today, I don't know. I don't so know. if people tell the same story about Nipsey, yeah. you'll be like, he wasn't Jesus, but yeah. that was just in another name. I don't I think know, kids. I don't know. My mind is, is my mind is going so. No, people getting caught up in Christianity is what they don't like. It's not that people yeah. dislike Jesus. Yeah, yeah. Most people ain't never studied Jesus, and I don't follow of Jesus. Course, exactly. And I'm saying and this from right. a standpoint yeah, 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 of yeah. power and how we empower ourselves with and the things I agree, around us. I agree with that to a certain extent, but where my mind is going is because I'm coming from a non-biased perspective. Me too. I'm because not a Jesus. No, no, no. Not saying. I don't not, even not read saying the Bible you, or nothing. Not saying you are, but I'm saying for me, my mind goes to I just start questioning every fucking thing yeah. just because again that's where my mind go so i can't say i can't sit here and say that because he's in our consciousness because we talk about him because we've been talking about him that that makes him real how do we know anybody existed that's like fucking saying santa what does every where does anything exist let me say this so fucking santa claus is real fucking pinocchio and flying fucking pigs and like like we've been told stories our whole lives about shit that we know is fake Everything. the fucking tooth fairy the fucking santa claus to and those stories have been around for hundreds of years so i have to ask myself just because we talk about fucking santa claus don't make them real 
the experience of them are as real than the reality of them. So you think Santa Claus is real? Don't sit here and talk to me like that. That nigga be in the mall on <laughs> December 25th consistently every year. With your kid in his lap. People uh, is giving this nigga credit every time for gifts. How he not real? They don't real. even want to give pops and moms credit. They get this nigga he credit. He get all the credit. He show up. Come on. <laughs> now, Santa Claus come from St. Oh, Nick. There's a real man. story where he come right, from. Right. I just want people to understand the power of being able to utilize oh, these boy. things. Right, right, right. You know what I'm right, talking right. about? They oh, real until man. they no longer exist, my brother. Oh, boy. I like that. I like that idea. If you're talking about it, it's real. If you leave, I love when you said, if you leave today and nobody talks about you, you never, you were never real. Yeah. You yeah, know how many people deep. that existed and nobody remembered? That's they, real. they no longer exist. Yeah. They're yeah, not yeah. real. Everything right. exists in your mind. How do you know your gotcha. past happened besides that it's in your memories? Gotcha. You. you understand me? Gotcha. If, 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 if you disappear and hey. go to an island and tell people, I'm about to go live on this island, yeah. I won't ever see y'all again. How do we know you're still in existence? Mm -hmm. You just live in our minds for gotcha. now. You could have died the day that you, we no longer seen you, but in our minds, you're still alive somewhere on gotcha. that island living. Gotcha. You understand me? Gotcha. Marcus Garvey, <laughs> Noble Drew Ali, I'm fucking uh, uh, Frederick Douglass. Yeah. They are real because we know their story. Right. You understand me? Okay. And proofs of their existence. Right. Right. So right, right. if this man has one of the biggest stories ever been told in the world that lasted 2,000 years, how you going to tell me he didn't exist? I don't know. Because and I'm not even saying the man know. in the way that they told. It was some black man that was out there mobbing, revolutionary. Right, 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 right. That bruh existed. Right. Facts, you know what I'm talking about? Facts, That's facts, my great-great cousin. Facts. You can't tell me he didn't exist. He was mobbing so facts. hard, they had to kill bruh. Facts. Now, I can't tell you how the actual story went and all of that, but I'm just it's saying. I'm still they might tell you 19 Kings didn't exist. Yeah. Nah, I was yeah. here, bro. He was right here in the flesh. Yeah. Uh, we got proof. Yeah. But that's my point. But as long as the story exists, it exists. That's just how human consciousness yeah. works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree with that. I think that a big part of what we feel connected to is a part of the human... Is, is Mickey of... Mouse real? Fuck no. How not? It's a character. It's a made-up character with a name. It's like fucking saying Spider-Man is real. He is. <laughs> you know, that's why you said his name. I'm not fucking with that movie. ideology. I'm not fucking with that. I, can, I fuck with you on a lot of shit. I can't sit here and say... So, no, what you saying is Hulk that... is real because... You said he don't have a finite body, but even no, that he do. No, you no, no, know, no. Right I'm now, saying, when I said Disney, I mean, I said Mickey Mouse, I the image of him came up in your head. I see what He's you're saying. He's real. The experience is real. Nigga, you know Mickey. He don't talk about. I can't fucks with it. I can't fucks with it. But I, I get it. I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. He's a living entity. He a living entity. He got a name, got a trademark, got a, got probably got a social you. security. Got you. Got you. Know you. I'm got talking you. about. <laughs> I'm just saying. What makes something real? Talk about Goldwater, man. What the fuck is going on, yeah, man? We don't nah, turn left. Nah, but I think yeah, yeah, it's, I think yeah, it's, I think it's something that people just have oh, to understand when we talk about existence when we talk about consciousness yeah. and what's real in our lives yeah right social media is social media real yeah, you understand real. me yeah it's yeah, real yeah, because yeah. what it produces ideas mm -hmm. are real mm -hmm. once ideas are in the mind of people they are real thoughts gotcha. we are grading things as in the third dimension right mm -hmm. and, and, and instead of when they're in the fourth dimension was in our mind they just as real so even ideas that we have in our head they first exist in I here i see where you're going you understand me yeah okay but if I get we that. have a I get shared that. I get consciousness that. with the same mm -hmm. ideas then they have to be real i get that and these the things that we just mentioned these are things that we all share mm -hmm. jesus is the most shared consciousness you understand me allah buddha zarasta all of these different characters 
These are shared. They are real as hell and they're more powerful than people, individual people. Ideas are way more powerful than people. Do you view Jesus on a spiritual perspective or do you view him on a, like you said, three-dimensional human perspective? When you think about Jesus, the first thought that comes spiritual, to a spiritual But it's thing, an embodiment right? of a certain type of spirit. It's that spirit of Christ. Christ meaning crusher. When you got that kind of spirit, yes, it's different. It's different than being Christianized. Once you experience it through oppression and trauma, it's re-triggering for it to continue to exist. Mm -hmm. If you want to create your own God, you would have to do it in the same manner to make an entity that's just as powerful or more powerful. Once the finite body is gone, then what is to say that it's still in existence? It's the energy, it's the entity, it's the story. Stories last longer than knowledge and information. Mm -hmm. You understand me? That story can last a long yeah, yeah, time, yeah, yeah, as yeah. we've seen. So, so from the perspective that you're given, then one can say every God exists because Absolutely. every God, right? Every God exists because every God has a story. Every God has to, to their people, to that organization of people, they would say he has an origin. It's an entity. Right? It's, 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 a, it's, a, yeah. it's an entity. It's a, it's a thought. It's, it's in the consciousness. Yeah. It's real to you if you subscribe to it. Yeah, right? It's real to us as a collective. Got you. You understand me? Social media That's is a God. So what do you say to the people who say... So, so now, money is a god. Okay, I get it. I get it. But now, what do you say? Like, is it? Do you have? Okay, so is your perspective all living organisms and everything that's a part of consciousness is God, or do you believe that? Because I hear a lot of people say, especially in the conscious community, that black women are God because they were the first human entity on the earth, and all things came from them. Which I believe that as well. So do you believe, do you, do you view God in a sense of a, a one entity that gives everything else permission to do what I do? Yes, or God do you, is self-created. Like Man is gotcha. God. You know what I'm talking about? The black woman is a God. So what is, well. what is Allah? Is Allah is all in all. So that's not even, for a lot of people, I know for me as well, again, I'm asking genuinely, is yeah, Allah a name of God in, in, in the Islamic culture or is yes. that got you? Allah so, means God. So it means God. Yes. But it's not like Buddha. It's not like a, a, a name that represents who God is. It's not that. It just means God in Arabic. Well, yeah, I mean, is that yeah, what it, is? it represents God. You got know, you. that's Allah. Got you. You understand me? But there's attributes of Allah as well that one can participate and take in. You understand me? That's interesting me? to me. So, yeah, man, that God energy, man, God is self-created, but it, like that self-created Adam. You know what I mean? What yeah. is, God begins when motion begins. You understand me? That's why I say uh, man is God. Man has a mind. Man has a mind to reproduce and create. Man's mind is where he procreates. Mm -hmm. You understand me? Woman's womb is where she procreates. Mm -hmm. You understand me? Now, most people haven't studied history of nothing. Mm -hmm. We go by, you know, theology or whatever right, hell we want right, to study. Right, right, right. We haven't experienced true godhood. Mm -hmm. You understand me? I Once you experience that. it, then you know why it's real. Do you think that there are certain things right now that we have access to that allow us to tap into that 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 level of consciousness? Do you believe that? Well, we've always had access to it. <clears throat> what um, do you think gives us access to it? Knowledge. Mm -hmm. Knowledge awakens the god within. Knowledge mm -hmm. raises the vibration. Mm -hmm. You understand me? God is a frequency. On so a are you open? Level. Are you open to different practices and doing different practices that are a part of the knowledge that you are seeking? So, for example, if you are on your knowledge journey and you're researching stuff and you find something that makes sense to you, that may not be what you're 
you know, it may not be a part of what's traditional for you in your organization, but it makes sense. Would you explore it? Uh, it depends on what it is. Now, mm -hmm. for me, like I said, I'm a truth seeker. Got you. If you have superior knowledge, you're not afraid to go anywhere. It's I only agree. when you I don't have superior knowledge that you're afraid I agree. that something is going to interrupt that knowledge and change what you think. I agree. You understand me? And then that breaks the faith. And then that breaks the whole foundation. See, most people... You know, when Elijah Muhammad came, he gave, he talked about astronomy. He talked about health. You understand me? He gave the actual facts of the planet Earth. He was given a science that nobody nowhere near close was, you know, speaking, speaking and spitting. Like today, everybody's on the Anunnaki. The aliens, you know what I mean, began everything. He already talked about the aliens 40, 60 years ago. Mm -hmm. So once you go deep into the teachings, then you find out that it's levels to them. Got you. And then there's get to a certain level where you it turns you into a God. Mm. And in that Godhood, you can travel wherever you want to and you're going to find correlations of why certain things were said. But a lot of people stay at the initiate phase. Stay on certain yeah. Yeah, surface. But once you go into the depths, it's not so that you follow so that you become. Because if the Honorable Muhammad had a particular knowledge with a third grade education that he said that he got from God when he was 40 years old, you understand me? He was a preacher's son out in, in, in Georgia and farmhand. What made him into a God that he, he was able to actually produce all the things in his mind that he said will come to pass? Right. He became, at the time of leaving, he had, what, $80 million. Right, right, right. You know what I'm talking about? He had an empire with his own plane. He had media company, he had school, he had education, he had import-export, he was trading thousands of jobs, mods and building up giants like Muhammad Ali and uh, Malcolm X. How did he do that if the knowledge that he had wasn't superior? I just look at things from a very common perspective. Yeah, and I like that. That if, if, I like if, that. if, if, if it's not true, then just show me you could do the same, because nobody else have done that. The Nation of Islam still exists under the banner of the Honorable Elijah Muhammad. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you understand me? He said, I was taught by God in person, Master Water Muhammad. So mm -hmm. where else did he get this God knowledge that he was actually able to produce with it? So if you don't want to look at him, okay, take the spiritual out of it. As a businessman, he was successful. Coming from poverty with a third grade education to going into entrepreneurship, going against the government. You understand me? Getting locked up for sedition to where... You know, um, the uh, the government told him, like, look, you can come out when the war is over. You understand me? Mm -hmm. Fighting against that, all of the odds, mm -hmm. and still coming out as a man on top of his word. Mm -hmm. And offering as much money. Oh, he said, I offer 10000 in my pocket if you can prove one word that I say is false. I think that our people, you think about, you know, a lot of our history that was abolished, you know, does reside in Egypt. And I think, I think about Egypt a lot just um, in regards to why so much stuff was hidden why yeah. so much stuff was stolen why so why they tried to you know just hold withhold so much from us and i think about man i think our ancestors bro and i want to get your perspective on this I, no, I don't think i firmly believe that our ancestors in egypt were supernatural and that they had access to a level of the consciousness that i don't think we will ever ever understand you believe the egyptians were real absolutely how you know because the proof is there because you can go there and see their manuscripts. You can go there and see their writings on the wall. You can go there and see their tombstones. So again- So they become real to you because of the proof of their existence. Because there's proof of their existence and that's well beyond me just giving a story about them. So if somebody was telling me about the Egyptians- Wait, wait, and, wait. Yep, go ahead. The stories is how you connect the proof. Without mm -hmm. the stories, 
They're just bricks. But what about stories with hieroglyphics? I agree. They're just pictures and symbols. So what about stories with no proof, like Jesus? There's plenty of proof. Name two pieces of proof. Name one piece of proof. I will say that the fact that the book that was written about him is the most successful book of all time. But that book is not even... Yeah, go ahead. Come on now. Can you write a book (laughs) as successful as the Bible? Yep. Do it. <laughs> Nobody, nobody's done it. Yeah, the Quran. Yes, they have. I Can think you write so. a book as yeah. powerful as the Quran? The Quran is another powerful book. Nobody has done it. So the proof is the fact that it would have took. But that's my wait, point, wait. Though. The proof it would have took a guy frequency to write those things because I, I agree. Out of all the books that have been in existence. The spells that was casted in this book, those words, the know. symbols, the stories, everything that was put Came in there transformed the world is what I'm saying. Imagine if I go write me a book right now. Once I put this book out, you know how powerful this book is going to be because I didn't just write it from me. Okay. I wrote it from God consciousness. Okay. Now, when it's read, it's going to have a vibration throughout time for the next 2,000 okay. years, okay. Q. Okay. Okay. You understand me? I got you. Now, once I, got you. I do that, this is proof of my got Godhood you. if I can do that, okay. right? Okay. You understand me? So. I'm not. I'm not a Christian at all. I know you're not. I I'm coming from the argument I know of where empowering yourself yep. with utilizing your power. Yep. And sometimes we get caught up in instead of looking at the power of these things. These were the most powerful books ever written in time. You understand me for a reason. I don't know, big you know what I'm talking about? I don't know about that. Name one. a book more powerful than the Bible. It doesn't make it. Power- it doesn't exist. So, so let me answer that. It doesn't. Does it make something powerful because it's implemented? Yes. I don't think so because you can say the same no, thing about. No. Let me answer. Let me let me tell you why. Let me elaborate on that. Just because. Something, Hold on. I'm gonna ask you a question. Is there any books more powerful than the Bible? Let me that say. Let me let world? me let me say this. It's very important. There should be a yes or no answer, bro. I don't. Th- I got to give context to it because I don't know in in what context you're asking me that. So I got to give in any context. No, it can't be in any context because that's too broad of a question. So I got to go here. I got to go to a very surface level and basic level in order to get you and other people to understand my perspective on it. So for me, I can't. I can't say that everything implemented is truth. I cannot say that because if that's the case, then that means that everything that our government is feeding us is truth. That means that everything we learned, hold on, let me finish. Uh, That means that every single thing that we learned in our history books growing up in the public school system is true because it was implemented my whole life. They told me that the first black people that were over here were sent over here in the slave trade, which is absolutely historically false. And you know that, you know, we were over here before the slave trade. We are the, we are the actual Indians in the Indians that we see with the long hair, those are, you know, those are incorporations of Caucasian people. That is historically factual. So I can't just say just because they gave it to me, then that makes it factual. Well, they didn't write it. We we wrote the Bible at the same time. No, but I'm talking about school curriculum. Now tell me, did everything that 19 Keys learned in Oakland, being that little boy in Oakland in the public school system, is all of that factual because it was implemented? I was I was in uh yes Muslim no, schools. Keith. I was hold in Muslim on. schools when I was younger in Oakland. So okay, hell so, yeah, that was so, implemented so, and turned so me to 19 Keys. So let me ask you a question. So let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. You've been to schools. We actually spoke to schools before yeah. together on the same stage. You talk to these. You talk to these school. These uh, talk to a testament to these kids that are actually in the inner city mm-hmm. that are being implemented this information. And 19 Keys gets booked as a speaker and is teaching them things that are not even in their history books that they're hiding from them. Just because it's implemented, does that make it truth for students who are actually receiving this information? Well, yes see, or I'm no? talking about effectiveness. Nope, you ain't talking about so, that. Hold on. Tell me what implement. Implementation is then, first of all. Implementation is something that I, I a testament, anything that's being implemented is being pushed on you, right? And so for me, not even by force necessarily. So for example, 
if you're pitching this to me, if you're pitching this idea to me and trying to get me to buy into your product, I have the option to say yes or no. When I say something's implemented, that means that you didn't even give me the option to choose. So for us, a lot of people like me who were born and raised in the inner city, we were we went to public school because we didn't have any other options. How can I not give you an option to choose? Because when we're young, for example, I'm going to tell you how. For example, when you're inside of the school system and your parent is choosing for you because you're a child, you don't have an option to choose. You're too young to choose. You went to a Muslim school not because you were born out of your mother's womb and said, I want to go to a Muslim school. You went to a Muslim school because your mama didn't give you a choice and told you that's where you're going. Booyah! And that was it? What, what were you huh? doing? Come on, 19 keys. Am I, that's facts though. No, so that's listen. what I'm saying. When I, only... when I grew older, I had a choice, right? Yep. I, I was very rebellious. I've sold all sort of drugs. I've had all yep. sort of cases. Come I've on. been in the streets. I know it. I've questioned every single thing. Come on. You understand me? So now, when somebody writes a book, yep. doesn't mean that this book is going to spread across the planet Earth. Nobody's yeah. saying, yeah, 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 yeah. especially in the beginning stages. Now, yep. for a slave, that's different when it's tampered with the King James Bible and things of that yeah. nature specifically to make a slave. Agreed. But you're talking about the Ethiopian Bible and things of that nature, something that was written by original people. Mm -hmm. And I think that's one thing that people have to understand is that the white man didn't write the Bible. I agree. He retranslated it in his image. There we go. So that it that's confused important. people that's of important. what was in there. Facts. So at the same time <laughs> is that I write my book, Paradigm Keys. I mm -hmm. put it out there, people start reading it. All of a sudden, he's hitting mm -hmm. on them. Mm -hmm. I know I gotta share this with somebody else. Mm -hmm. Now it's so powerful that if I just speak the words that's in it, I can start having people follow the word mm -hmm. because they gonna listen to it and it's gonna vibrate like God. Okay. You understand me? You see the book of Eli, when he was speaking, you understand me, the brother, that the, the white boy that knew how to utilize the Bible for the people, yep. if you go to a place and that's the first time they hear that, it's gonna sound like God talking to them. Mm -hmm. Why does it sound like God talking to them? Mm -hmm. They've heard people speak before yeah. because of mantras are what vibrations okay knowledge is what electricity it's electrical signals in the Agreed. brain you understand me but there's a certain god frequency and consciousness that can be embedded and when people hear that it resonates mm -hmm. with their dna right and so what that ended up happening started to do is that it was resonating and it was raising the vibration they said god damn even in the quran they said that there's a 19 code over it that the quran has been untampered with you understand me so when you read in it you start to literally raise your vibration consistently mm -hmm. because of the type of thoughts that you having. Mm -hmm. So here, this book come out, and just any book. It's funny because I don't read the Bible. And I don't mm -hmm. worship Jesus at all. Gotcha. But I'm more so thinking getting black people to understand they power that we created yeah, that was going. stolen from us and that they got us hating our own power because they made it in their image. I you understand agree with me? that. And this is where the problem lies is that when you look at the Bible, you should look at it in a study and reference to be like, damn, how can I create something as powerful? You understand me? And not just read it to follow it. There's prophecy in there. There's power in there. Nobody can deny that, that the book is powerful. There's, there's, there's nobody yeah, that I, can I deny think, that I think, aspect. I think what a lot of people- But was, it transformed yeah. the world is what I'm saying. And how long it lasted. This is how long you know if knowledge is powerful. Okay. It's because of knowledge expires. Okay. You understand me? Even the Egyptians they had knowledge that expired. Tutan Comet was a king at 19 years old and his father believed in banishing all of the multiple gods. He mm. wanted to believe in one God, Akhenaten. Mm. When he was like, nah, he, he played along with pops. 
You yeah. understand me? Until he got his rulership and then he brought back the multi-gods. Mm. Now, if his father was more powerful and he did his job that resonated into his son, then he would have continued to reverberate that sort of rulership gotcha. over time. Gotcha. But it expired as soon as he had a son. How come the Bible didn't expire after the first hundred years, after the uh, 200 years, 300 years? Because even if it was a million years in the future, somebody pick up that Bible, what the fuck is this book? Mm -hmm. Same thing with the Quran and any of these holy books. There's God in them. It's tampered with. I agree though. with that. I think so. Yeah. That's what I mean by these are the most powerful books because mm -hmm. of the spells that's in them, the words that are in words them. Are spells. You understand God. me? The yeah. sentencing that is in them. Yeah. You understand me? All of this is made in a particular way that resonates with you. Mm -hmm. So you have to give, you know, respect where respect is due. The Bible yeah. is a powerful book. It is a powerful book. That's not something I've That's ever... That's why it enslaves <clears throat> people today. Yeah, and a lot of things enslave people, man. Like you said, money can be a, a, a drug. Money could be a religion. Money can, Right? But I don't know. I guess I, I just kind of question... I question everything, bro. As you should. I but love it. It's funny. I came to that culmination of thought just because I like to understand power. Like, if, right. if God is force and power then i have to see the god so, in all things so i can bring out the god in things so do you associate something being powerful with it being truthful not particularly the devil is super deceptive and the devil is a god he runs shit so do you so, so you truth view, is so, more resonated with righteousness so you view the devil as one entity i view the devil i view devil as a level of consciousness like you've been speaking to yeah the devil exists i think even farcon said that you can become a devil you yeah. understand me there's right. many black devils and things of that nature now satan <clears throat> can be seen as a body of people orchestrating devilishment yes. and deception you understand me? And that's what we're dealing with. We're dealing with a mindset. What is the opposite of black? I want to say white, but it's a trick question. No, it's not a trick question. Okay, white. The opposite of black is white. Yep. Now, black. When I call myself black, I'm not talking about my skin. My skin ain't the same color as this hoodie. I'm brown as hell. Gotcha. I'm talking about our original frequency of thinking, our nature. Yep. So what is our nature as babies is to be righteous. We're mm -hmm. not born in a world that's devilish and evil and things of that nature. That's right. learnt behavior Facts. because we're nurtured out of our nature. So we start off as Muslims. We start off as righteous. We start off as black. But then you can be born into the world that makes you white, that makes you corrupt, that makes you want to be a capitalist, that makes you want to rule over other people with the complex. So when we look at white people, they're not yeah. white. Their yeah. mentality is white mm -hmm. because it's the opposite of re righteousness. I agree with that. So even if I meet a black man with a white mind, he's not my brother. Mm -hmm. You understand me? Because he's thinking like a devil. Mm -hmm. You just want to figure out how you can capitalize and rule over mm -hmm. me. You're thinking like a nigga. So my goal is to be able to unify with people who have the same color in the mind that's tapped into that God frequency. Yeah. What do you what do you say though to 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 people who look at organizations? I think this conversation is so needed, by the way, yeah. for people. But <clears throat> what do you say to the people who say, you know what, I can't be a part of an organization because it it does not allow me to um, not govern yourself, but you don't have access to certain resources. You don't have access to certain levels of love yeah. unless you're a part of my organization. And I think that's where a lot of people get disconnected from with religion. It's like, I can't even come into your place and worship the way I want to. It has to be the way that 
you do it. You know what nah, I'm saying? I mean, it's kind of like that's, 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 shit like that. I would what say that's BS. I would <clears throat> say that at the same time, you look at the effectiveness of the organization and what it produces. Mm -hmm. If I have a team and every time somebody comes within my team, we turn them into a billionaire. Then I'm gonna talk my shit to say that if you come over here, we're gonna turn you into a billionaire. Proof but you gotta follow our yeah. rules over here because this is how we make billionaires. But can't every religion say that? Isn't there good fruits? No, they in have every to they have to show proof. But um, that's what I'm saying. I if know, they show proof, then then they do anything, right? So, so why not listen to them? Okay, so that it just confuses me when you say stuff. When you like go that. to a Christianity, there's church on every corner, right? So do you believe Christians are the the way they subscribe to what God is and how they subscribe to live? Do you believe that they have the truth? Do you see proof of truth? For some people, right? For no, I, I'm I talking think, about collective. We're not talking about individuals. As a collective, you can't say that for anybody. As a collective, let's look at how many churches that exist. Tons. All of the money that they're getting. Right. You understand me? The churches are not there to give our people freedom, justice, equality, and enlightenment. Our churches are there to continue to subdue our people into slavery, to pacify our people into Christianized behavior. You understand me? So when you look at that, the church can't say that, oh yeah, um, the fact that there, if, if everybody was Christians, everything would be great and we'd be mm -hmm. perfect. You understand me? Because look at what we're doing. Now, if you look at this, now this is one thing I can say concretely. Mm -hmm. If all black men in America were black Muslims in a nation of Islam, how would the world look then? Mm-hmm. Because you don't see those brothers in the nation of Islam getting harassed by the police. You don't see them getting killed and beat and murdered. But you have to... You, wait, wait, wait. You, you see on, them man. brothers striving. Not perfection. Not, yeah, not but all they of striving. them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, there's no... You, you, you're not talking about perfection. You're not talking about 100% capturing. But they're striving. They're, but they're the working teaching towards. is of the honorable Elijah Muhammad. If every black man and woman in America and across the planet Earth had those teachings and followed those teachings, it would be good for everybody. Mm. And that's across the board because we didn't just talk spirituality and religion. It's right. economics. It's empowerment. Yeah. It's teaching you that you are God. It's actually making you independent. It's, it's not saying follow a religion. He said that we're using it as a religion, but it's gotcha. not a religion. Using I was always taught that I I don't follow religion. I grew up with that. This is a lifestyle based on the original people of the planet Earth, which is our people. Gotcha. But living in America, you need somebody to give you some rules because you about to deal with a whole bunch of crazy bunch shit. Of shit he was it. already telling you don't don't do the vaccines. He already told you all of the things that was going to come living in America. Gotcha. So you cannot tell me that if all black men in America were following the teachings of the unaboy Elijah Muhammad, that, the world that our condition would improve. Yeah, yeah. It's great teachings for sure. Like I said, it intrigued me enough for me to want to go to the mosque. Yeah. I went to the mosque probably about four, five times over yeah. there, Vermont and whatever the hell that cross street is. But yeah, I went up in there and I <laughs> I left the mosque. I'll never forget my first experience going in there. I was actually blown away the first time I went into the mosque because I saw Asian people in there. I saw yeah. Mexican yeah. people in there. And Asian that blew my mind really because I didn't know right that now. I didn't know that Latin people were a part of the nation of Islam. It yeah, we blew my mind away. <laughs> they, I mean, they, it'd be that. like Muslims but, that follow stuff, they just be on right. the outside. I've seen a few of them on social media too that are advocates for the nation of Islam. Yeah. White folks, they ride, like yeah. you know what I'm saying? But they can't they get up in the building. Can't get up in the Man, listen, it has been an absolute refreshing conversation. It's been, it's, it's been a fun I was conversation. Just guys advocate with you, that's all. This is playing guys I, advocate. I absolutely I think, love it. You know I don't never like, take this perspective in the conversation, it. so it's interesting. But yeah, man, you know, my message is really to, to let people it, know man. that they are God, man. Yeah, I love it. And sometimes we because we came off the plantation. 
I, we were so busy trying to get far away from it, we forgot that we could be masters. Yeah. You understand me? That's real. And so we have to think like masters because in the slave thinking, the slave attributes anything that the master do to be wrong, anything that the slave does to be right. Mm. So the master gave the slave religion. So the slave never wanted to be the one to give religion. You understand me? Because he looked at that as immoral. So he looked at the slave moral system as being the one that's subdued. You understand me? Mm -hmm. Being the one that's oppressed. Like, right. no, I'm morally correct because I'm the slave and you immoral because you're the master. They didn't think about becoming their own masters. Mm -hmm. So today, when we look at things that are created from masters, we have to figure out like, no, let me get myself in those positions. Let me not just shun away from those things and be fearful of them. Right, right, right. So when you look at somebody like Kanye West is a good example, he's starting his own church. You understand me? And I say, oh, hey, heap the church. No, let's see what the power is. Oh, I can have my own tax exempt status. I can utilize this to, to, to create a bigger entity to where I'm at my most successful height within my career. You might not like his political or moral positions on things, but the question becomes how he's been utilizing them as tools for power mm -hmm. instead of becoming a slave yeah, for those things. Yeah, he got things. that shit figured out. And this is what the powerful <clears throat> and the masters of reality do. It's not for, when I talk, can I'm not- Can you see yourself starting a religion one day? Starting your own religion? Yeah, I thought a religion of truth, man, called 19 Keys. Tap in with me. You know what I'm talking about? Get you some gold water as part of the rituals. You know what I'm talking about? What you got Tap there? in. Oh, this is huh? the crown's oil. So the Come crown's on, oil going to make you smarter, man. It's lion's mane. Lion's mane is the is. only mushroom that have compounds for the Come brain, on. the heart, the gut. Talk about You know what I mean? My religion is truth, man. I Tap love in it. with me. I love it, You know man. what I mean? You want to follow me? Just get in the nation, man. It's all good, man. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> you feel me? Hey, we gotta have my man 19 Keys back, man. We yeah, gotta continue yeah, yeah. this. Uh, we gotta continue this conversation. It's much needed for the culture. It's much needed for the people. With that being said, we always end out every single episode of the Unselfish. Did you have fun, my brother? Man, come on, I had now. A great come time. on, now. go yes, put sir, that mic right there. I my had guy, a great time. Keys, yeah, yeah, let me get that my man is a huge, uh, you know, representation and strong and powerful and needed leader in the, in the black community. And you're doing a lot of damn good work. Man, I know you ain't that. even got started, brother. You got yes, a lot sir. of things. I'm, you know what I'm saying? That you got planned. I so. want to say, I'm not sure when it's coming out, but we having a uh, 10,000 Fearless Man. It was started by my good brother, Zario. And nice. I'm going to be, uh, I believe, in Atlanta on the 19th um, for a Stop Sex Trafficking Love event. It. Love you know what I mean? So everybody can participate and be involved in that. And you can come out wherever you are. Just follow at at Stop Trafficking, Sex Trafficking ATL on Instagram. And you can follow me for more information. Awesome. Love it. All right. So as we end every single episode here at the Unselfish Behavior Podcast, we allow our guests to end off what we call here an unselfish message. This message right here is centered around absolutely anything you want to leave the audience with. Mm -hmm. You're going to look at your camera right there and you're going to lead the people out with 19 keys, unselfish message. Unselfish. Um, anytime you listen to a person, you're not listening at what they're saying, you're listening to how they think. Once you learn how a person thinks, you no longer need them. If you no longer need them, then that means you can become independent and do the same thing. Motivation without instruction is dangerous. I don't want nobody to follow me. I don't want nobody to become dependent on me. Just follow and study the things that all the great leaders, influencers, and people that you admire do and make yourself independent so you can stand on the shoulders of giants, not follow them. 
That's my unselfish game. And with that being said, man, again, it has been an absolute honor. The good yes, brother, sir. 19 keys. You know, it's only one of them out here. Only one 19 keys. You got to understand it. Tap with that in. being said, got to always shout out the team before we end off. Shout out to my main man, Beat Visuals, who is the production. He is absolutely everything. He's the guru, the mastermind behind Unselfish Behavior Podcast. And you know we got the queen of the podcast, Simone, always representing, always putting on whatever hat is needed to make sure that this well-oiled machine continues to keep moving. With that being said, I'm your host, King Q, 19 Keys. Till next time, we will yes, be having sir. this brother back. With that being said, we out. Tapped in. Yo, what's going on? It's your main man, King Q. If you like that episode, be sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel, like, and leave a comment. And also, if you want to follow the movement, be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Unselfish Behavior Podcast. And as you know, we out. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.